Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz saxophonist Sherelle Cassidy and pianist Johannes Wallman on the 2023 CD Precarious Towers, 10 Stories. This Midwestern all-star quintet of Precarious Towers features Sherelle, Johannes, Mitchell Shiner, John Christensen, and Devin Devin Drobka. The group began as a brainchild of Johannes, with each member contributing new works. The group's first gigs were conceived in 2020 when the quintet's otherwise highly in-demand players suddenly found their schedules emptied and were looking for a new project. We cover the band's evolution, hopes for the future, live gigs, and so much more. Enjoy. Hello, good morning. Hi. What's going on? Nice to see you in person. Likewise. Likewise. Hi. I'm good. We're always doing it over audio. Yeah. Good to see you. Where are you located? Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, you're in Madison. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm still here in Kansas City. Hi, Sherelle. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. I just released our uh, interview today. I was just listening to it. Okay. Sounds good. Good, good, good. good. Yeah, so everything's like full circle again we're, we're having a big moment of deja vu right now so it's great to see you thank you for taking a minute out to talk about this project i appreciate it well thanks for your interest in it no yeah i'm always interested mm-hmm. yeah i love your music both of you i have you on the show quite a bit so it's it's wonderful to see you together and i think that's kind of the idea here is that you know i i want to get to kind of the beginnings of how this project came about and how you started working it together. How did that happen? So, the in, initially it it started out as uh, as an idea of mine, um, uh, as a project of mine. I'd, uh, I'd I've been playing with uh, with John Christensen and Devin Dropka for over a decade now. Really, since I started, since I moved to Wisconsin, I, I met them and immediately just like loved their playing, and we had this great chemistry. And of course, that's that's been building over over a decade. Um, uh, Mitch, I, um, I knew primarily as a drum set player, Mitch Shiner, and he's a fabulous drum set player too. Um, and then in around 2019, somebody uh, told me, Hey, did you know that Mitch is also a great vibraphonist? And, uh, I didn't, um, but I took their word for it and booked a gig and, uh, and we just had a really great time. Um, and he, he, he was a fabulous vibraphonist and, uh, and then Sherelle and I, um, we met, um, Around 2018, 2019 as, as well. Um, and, uh, and, and, and just, uh, got to work a little bit through, um, you know, um, uh, my job at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, Sherelle, uh, jumped in and taught for a, uh, a semester, um, on a, uh, colleague's, uh, um, during a colleague's medical leave. Um, and, um, I, and I know she sounded amazing with our students and I wanted to play with her as well. And, uh, all of those things, uh, getting, getting these players who are all, you know, super in demand, um, busy, busy players in, you know, here in the upper Midwest, uh, getting them all together sort of required a lot of long-term planning because, uh, I mean, we're running into this now as well. Every time we're trying to book a gig, we have to like think like six, six months or more in advance because everybody has a tour already or a recording date or something. And, um, uh, so this is in, uh, Early 2020, I pitched the idea of um, doing a gig in the fall of 2020 together as part of this uh, um, series that featured new composition, new compositions by uh, local and regional composers. Uh, we got picked for the series, booked the gig, and you know, from early 2020 to fall of 2020, there were some changes. Um, you know, COVID hit, yeah. um, and uh, so um, 
but but the but the it was late enough in the fall of 2020 that the organizers um you know we realized like there's no good just canceling everything and the organizers gave us an opportunity to um to perform um remotely uh you know as we now commonly do and as we all got used to but it was still a pretty new thing at the time and uh so we had a youtube performance in this uh big uh you know they they rebooked it into this 1100 seat concert hall and there was the five of us on a very large stage together and a couple of people you know all wearing masks except for Sherelle, because that's kind of hard to do while playing saxophone and um uh, you know, the rest of us, you know, masked up and, uh, and about like three other, like, you know, crew members, like streaming the thing. And, uh, so first time we played together and it was so much fun. I, I, I had a great time. It was like, you know, everything and way more than I'd hoped for, for like the chemistry of that band. And, uh, I think that was kind of like that. And that was sort of mutual. I, I think everybody had a really great time. I mean, it was just wonderful to be able to play any music in the fall of 2020 when everything else was canceled. So that I think that helped too, but everybody just really hit it off. And, uh, uh, we'd never played together as this particular group. And, uh, um, and, uh, yeah. So, so I said, Hey, um, you know, would you be into making a recording during this pandemic? Doesn't seem to, uh, uh, be letting up anytime soon. Um, but we've been doing some stuff with, uh, with my students in the recording studio, taking advantage of the fact that you can put a wind instrument in an ISO booth, which is, uh, um, you know, built to, um, isolate sound and does that by isolating air. So we kind of felt like, okay, we, you know, Sherelle can be in an ISO booth and have her own air and take off her mask and blow the saxophone and, uh, you know, put it, <laughs> put her breath and her air. Uh, all over that little room back at a time when that was like still something that, uh, you know, when the instrument she plays was sort of seen as a threat to, to health and such. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, and the rest of us were in different ISO booths. So we made a record in February of, uh, 21 when, uh, again, like, you know, no, it, it was easy to book. I just said, Hey, are, are you guys interested in making a record? And they all just said, Yeah, I have like literally nothing going on that month. So, uh, that'd be awesome. So we made a record and that came out last year and it was called Precarious Towers. And, um, uh, I like, I, I'll let you all take it from there. Yeah. From there, um, you know, the, like Johanna said, the chemistry in the band was amazing. The first time I played with the band, I was just like, what is this? This is great. You know, just felt free on and off the bandstand. The chemistry with the band was amazing. So Johannes's album Precarious Towers came out and we did some CD releases. We played some festivals throughout the year. And each time we played together, the chemistry remained at a high level. It was just so much fun. So I proposed that maybe we could record an album as a collaborative group in our studio at my house, um, which everyone was game. I know Johannes, um, you know, had a grant project that, you know, he could work with this on and, and um, everybody else, you know, we were just in this together and uh, we each contributed two compositions and got together, re rehearsed, recorded, and um, had a great time. It's it's just a really fun band. So what's the idea behind oh, oh, Ten? So what's, that? what's that? What's that? The idea oh, behind so Ten Stories. Title, right. Well, first the title "Precarious Tower" that comes from Johannes's album "Precarious Towers" because I would go to festivals everywhere and people would say, "Hey, that album "Precarious Towers." That album "Precarious Towers." It was great. I loved it. You know, the, when I talked to radio DJs. So um, we just decided to call the band "Precarious Towers" and Ten Stories. It's kind of a double meaning. So you can look at it like 
you know, 10 building stories, or you can look at it as each composition is a story because there's 10 compositions. Yeah. And, and I feel like we all write in a very personal way to, and each song really does feel like a story. Yeah. So it's, so it's, it's like an anthology. It's like a, you know, collection of, collection of stories uh, that all sort of have a common thread and, uh, but they each, you know, self-contained as well. And, uh, yeah. And, and, and the idea of the precarious towers, um, uh, was that from the beginning, um, the, I mean, the title can have sort of a, uh, um, uh, you know, could, could have a scary, uh, you know, looming, uh, 9-11 kind of vibe, uh, to it. It certainly isn't intended as that. It, um, we look at it as a very playful sort of thing. Um, you know, Sherelle and I are, are both, uh, you know, parents to, uh, uh, yeah, now six year olds, but, uh, um, at the, at the time, um, uh, that the the initial pro, you know, project was named. It was based on on a piece I wrote of um, you know playing with uh, Duplo Legos uh, with my daughter and uh, uh, building these really ornate towers by just stacking more and more you know, Duplo blocks on top of each other. And then she you know, um, and I think she had more f- even more fun building the tower to the point of collapse than like building a structurally sound kind of architectural thing. Like the you know, the collapse and the rebuilding was sort of, sort of a big part of it and. Uh, um, so, um, you know, she would request like, yeah, Papa, can we build some more precarious towers? Because we talked about like the precariousness of it and so on. So, um, yeah, so, so it's the idea of, you know, sort of a playful, you know, playful building sort of thing. Um, you know, seeing how ornate we might get with our constructions, uh, before possibly <laughs> they run the risk of collapsing under, un- under the hubris of just like the risk taking. I remember that story from last time we spoke. So my question to you is this, this album immediately comes right out of the gate. You can tell there's chemistry. There's a good feeling to it. It's, 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 it's a really good straight ahead kind of sound. My, my question to you is what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? Well, I think if someone listens to the album, it's not a background album, right? So if someone really truly sits and listens to the album, um, they'll get some of the feelings that came from these experiences in the songs. Um, for instance, my song, um, Tone Poem, If You Reminders, was written in the desert at night, walking through desert, you know. Um, Johannes's songs all have a, a story, a meaning, and you hear that, but you also hear the interaction and the play between all of us that's uh, really intricate and, and a lot of fun. But they'll they'll experience the ride with us. So if you release another album under Precarious Towers, you should see if you can get funding to actually get a little bag of blocks to put on the release. <laughs> and it has everybody's name on it in the band. And then the name of the song on each and see who knocks it over. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good merchandising. I love it. It'd be fun. You know, yeah. it, could, it could make it an interactive thing because, you know, when you're doing something like that, you're contemplative then you might as well hone in on music. So it could be a two in one kind of a thing. So that's my next question. That was kind of a natural lead in. What, what's the plan? Are you, are you continuing? And, and I think that's the thing I want to get to as well. There's so many things I remember over this COVID period that we were like, wait till we come out of this 
and you hear what we're doing. This is kind of one of those little moments in the crystal ball where we're all coming back. The, the, the camera in the movie is coming back over the landscape that's been charred and destroyed for three years. And we're finally getting all of this music and all of these things. Do you ever think about the offshoot of this and how much you've grown and how much you can grow as a unit because of this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I sort of think of actually, I, I, I sort of think of this as the post COVID COVID project because the initial album, that was the COVID project. That was us all like masked and uh, yeah. in the middle of it. And, uh, um, yeah. And in, in fact, uh, you know, the, that first album it had three songs that were specifically written kind of about that, like lockdown experience. Um, yeah. Which also happened to coincide with the 2020 election and, and like that sort of like angsty sort of uh, element of like feeling a bit claustrophobic at, at, at times in our own skin, in our, in our spaces and so on. And, uh, whereas, uh, you know, coming back to this, like, you know, two years later, like, you know, we threw open the doors and, uh, um, I think there's an openness to, um, you know, to, to everything that, that, that we're playing, um, that in a, in a way, like it sort of to me has a coast, a post COVID, um, vibe in there so uh, yeah i mean what's what's the next step is to uh you know book more gigs uh we have a you know we have a um, couple of things uh, coming up and uh um you know what's beautiful now but um you know this collaborative element is that is that everybody is looking for you know for for opportunities uh to work their networks and i think that's going to uh, open up some nice possibilities for us sherelle looks very contemplative right now but I think it just their screen froze up. I think it did freeze up. Yeah. Okay. I think it's on mute. Yeah. It could have, it could have frozen up. Um, so you had mentioned live gigs. So talk to me a little bit about getting everybody together, live gigs and how are things are kind of outlaying for you for the rest of the year? Well, so, so, so the challenging thing with, with this is recording this album from from the idea of we want to do this collaborative recording project which really came out of the the album release gigs that we did last summer and uh, you know in late summer we started talking about this and from from august to the actual Oh, no, no. We started talking about this uh, back in June when we had the first bu- bunch of uh, CD release things from, from June to, um, uh, to the actual recording date in January. Um, that was, that was simply a question of, um, uh, finding a date when everybody was available. And with the five of us putting our heads together, um, it took all the way until January to find, you know, to identify one yeah you know, one rehearsal date and one recording date because unlike unlike during the pandemic um you know we, we our schedules are incredibly um it, it's incredibly hard to get you know, the five people uh together at at the same time so right now we're you know we're really booking out for you know next yeah you know, for for next year oh i think Sherelle is about to rejo- rejoin us on there but yeah we're looking at uh 2023 uh, sorry, 2024 for upcoming performances. We, we're doing something at the um, uh, at the Fox Cities Jazz Festival, um, or, you know, on Labor Day weekend. Unfortunately, Sherelle, um is not able to um, 
to join us for that one. Um, it's the rest of the band plus a, uh, a very capable uh, substitute um, saxophonist, but we're going to miss the heck out of Sherelle. Um, then we're doing something at the Wisconsin Conservatory in, um, uh, of Music in Milwaukee in October. And, uh, and then Sherelle, what are, what are the upcoming plans after that? Um, I think we're going to play at Winters in 2024 in Chicago. Uh, we may book some more uh, Midwest dates that we can all get to. Uh, maybe Indiana, yeah. or Wisconsin, St. Louis would be great. But um, yeah, we're we're looking into booking that now, and I'm already writing for the next album. I think with this band, uh, I can I can go anywhere that I hear. It's really cool. So if anyone wants to pick up this album, learn more about the band, anything in the future, what can they do? Well, they can um, uh, they can go to, uh, to our record label, Shifting Paradigm, uh, Shifting Paradigm Records, um, which is uh, distributed through Bandcamp and, uh, um, and find our album on, on Bandcamp. They can order it as a physical CD for people who enjoy having a physical product. It's a very beautiful uh, looking album designed by, um, yeah, the de- design was, is by our bassist, John Christensen. Um, and you'll see the, uh, you know, sort of anthology look of, uh, of, of the album in, in the cover art. It's also available through, you know, for, you know, for download and streaming on, um, uh, if they want to buy the album uh, again as a download, um, uh, you know, or to support the band, uh, they can find that you know, through a Bandcamp distributor, or it's on all the major streaming platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, and so on as well. So whatever works for people, um, yeah, it's on on fine websites everywhere. Sure, absolutely. And also, if you order it on Bandcamp right now, um, you get three tracks before it's released. Oh, cool. Okay. Three tracks. Cool, and I will put links to that in the liners. It was so good to get everybody together to talk about this. Best of luck with everything as we kind of move into this year. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Joe, until they, until we get our merchandising together, um, yeah, people can also just uh, you know buy a bag of uh, uh, Duplo Legos and uh, and build some towers while they're listening to the album. What I'm talking about. See, yeah. We're, everything's moving in the right direction. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank nice you. To see you all. It's nice to see you. Take nice care. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Wisconsin, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to both Sherelle and Johannes for their time, music, and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.